0: Hi, this is Tom Field with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Matthew Speer, Senior Vice President of Information Technology with m Bank in New York. Matt, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well, Tom. How are you? Very well.
0: Matt, we're going to talk about computer forensics and e-discovery. I want to ask you, how did you first encounter this topic of forensics in your work?
1: Sure. You know, uh, for us, we were really first exposed to forensics in uh, 1997, uh, when an employee complaint forced us to conduct an email discovery, something we had never even considered uh, in the past. We built on this initial effort in silos for a numbers, number of years with limited capability to conduct what I would consider to be a comprehensive investigation. Uh, the aha moment for us occurred in 2003 with the uh, class action lawsuit, which encompassed uh, a class action on intellectual property and it involved hundreds of employees across our organization, encompassing paper, email, and file discovery. And that forced us to change our thinking.
0: So that went from, I mean, you developed from a one-off type of a thing to something you really had to have a program in place.
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think we've seen over time where the, the expectations from the courts, as well as from, uh, uh, from our internal resources, such as human resources, has increased uh, substantially, and the environments continue to get more complex. And so you really have to have a comprehensive program and not do it from a siloed technology-focused approach. Let
0: me ask you one question, just to sort of back up and take a step back, Matt. In your context in banking, how do you define forensics?
1: Well, for us, uh, digital forensics in this case would be uh, any electronic file transmission or uh, encounter of a user with an application, and so obviously anything that could be logged or would exist electronically for us is uh, uh, would be within that world of forensics.
0: Okay. Now you've talked about uh, how it, the sort of the aha moment. How did you go about establishing your own forensics program within the bank?
1: Well, what we realized uh, immediately, kind of from that aha moment, is that. A comprehensive forensics program crosses corporate business lines. It's not technology-specific, and if technology tries to do it alone, they'll fail. The first step for us was to identify, engage, and then educate stakeholders from across the company, uh, from such areas as human resources, legal counsel, compliance, as well as the technology groups themselves. Uh, the next step, once we got through that education process and tried to understand the world of what we might be required, was to build a business case for the resources required to support the program. This is not something that people can do as a part-time job in a large organization, and uh, there is a significant amount of resourcing that goes into this, uh, especially to spend dollars for building skill sets or hiring experts. And so we needed to build that business case to be able to communicate with our executive management. And then finally, we had to build the skill sets required and leverage third-party experts to fill gaps in our abilities that didn't make sense for us to build on our own. So, Matt, how many people,
0: how much resource do you have dedicated to forensics now within your group?
1: Well, within mine, we have five dedicated, and uh, they have a variety of skill sets across the entire um footprint of technology uh, so that they can quickly utilize the tools uh, and resources that they have to be able to, you know, guide legal counsel through um, how to go about searching and what we should be looking for based upon the individual case or scenario. And, uh, you know, that's out of a uh, employee base of about 13,500, so it's relatively small, uh, but at the same time, uh, this group continues to grow uh, exponentially. In 2003, we were at zero, and we're up to five and expect that this is going to continue to grow over time. Sure.
0: Now, what in the business case that you made, what was it that really got the attention of senior executives?
1: Uh, the overall inherent risk of not having this capability. And what we were seeing... Uh, in the court system for fines that were being levied for failure to produce this type of evidence, uh, as well as we quantified uh, some of the risk about what was the, our potential liability if we had to do things such as customer notifications uh, across a broad scale of our customers versus knowing that it only involved a few. And it was very easy to show the return on investment, building this skill set, Uh, in order to get that inherent risk down to an acceptable level of residual risk.
0: If that makes sense. Matt, what difference would you say that the forensics program has made at your institution?
1: Well, it feels, uh, you know, what we've seen is that uh, with the latest round of changes to the judiciary uh, guidance on electronic discovery, uh, we've seen an incredible increase in the frequency and number of forensics requests uh, occurring both in litigation and in an internal human resource requests around employee behavior. It seems that, uh, uh, the digital footprint of either an employee or, uh, of communications with customers is usually one of the first things that an opposing counsel asks for. And we've, uh, the, the number has, uh, increased about 150% over the last 18 months and we have to be able to meet those demands. Uh, so building this has allowed us to respond while keeping our total cost down, and we've re- reduced our time to respond and fulfill these requests while still having a greater capacity to meet what we consider to be you know almost an unlimited rise in the need. Sure.
0: Now you've been so immersed in this that you've written a book about it. Can you tell us about the book that you uh, you prepared?
1: Uh, certainly. You know the, the book itself is uh, not. Only on forensics, although there's a lot of forensic pieces to it. but um, you know when it comes down to it as a, uh, a manager of uh, information security at a large financial institution, there is so much theory uh, and then some rudimentary international standards around how to have comprehensive programs around uh, security and digital forensics. And I'm a practical guy. And so knowing that we have all these different requirements and, you know, sets of what we would call best practices out there, um, I try to pull these together to have a really uh, a, the guide for the practitioner on what are your requirements, how to go around building these programs from a practical standpoint and not a theoretical one, and then point to the specifics in the regulatory as well as, uh legal requirements so that uh at the end of the day you can defend your financial institution for doing the right things.
0: Now when's the book expected to be out, Matt?
1: Well I'm expecting that that's gonna be uh come out in March of two thousand eight and uh looking forward to it. it was a long, long time in coming and uh it's one of those interesting things that when you first sit down to write a book, you know, superficial level it seems like oh that can't be that hard. Um <laughs> I think my wife would tell you different. And uh, many, many, many nights uh, just writing and writing and writing and trying to put it in a, into a language that, uh, you know, average people like me can understand.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see the final result. Now, Matt, you've also got a webinar presentation coming up with us at, at Information Security Media Group. What, from your perspective, are the key takeaways from that presentation for people that might attend it?
1: Well, I really think that it comes down to, you know, four key takeaways. Uh, key takeaways. First and foremost, you know, why should you care? You know, either as a, a business manager or a technology manager, why should you make this a priority given all the things that you have to do in a, on any, any given day? And so building the case for, you know, why it's so important, what are some of those key risk uh, indicators that are out there for you that should show you that this is a problem that's not going away and it's going to continue to become more complex and you need to get out in front of it. And then how do you build a forensics program and what are some of the resources that are available, whether you're a large institution or a small institution with limited resources, to be able to build a f- uh, forensics program either through the skill sets uh, in-house or by leveraging some uh, key certified forensics examiners out there. Next would be the basic approach and process process. So what are those things, the kind of a standard methodology to go through during these forensic investigations that will keep you out of trouble, as well as be able to demonstrate to the courts, uh, if needed, uh, that you had a defined methodology to go through. And it's also to show you how incredibly complex this really is. And then lastly, what are some of the generalized tools out there that you should be considering, not vendor-specific, but the types of tools because, unfortunately, one size does not fit all. Many of the tools out there today are still very siloed for a particular piece of technology, such as email, and don't look across comprehensively. So there's actually a toolkit that you need to be able to put together so that you can satisfy these requirements.
0: Oh, that's excellent. Matt, if you had to, uh, to give a single piece of advice to a banking executive that was just thinking about forensics, where would you advise them to start?
1: If you haven't built a comprehensive program, don't wait. Start today. There are those who have and those who will. While ignorance may be bliss, if you're dealing with electronic data or transactions, at some point you will have to conduct a uh, digital forensics investigation. Plan for it today. Understand your requirements because you don't want to be making key decisions uh, in the middle of having to do one and respond.
0: That's excellent. Well said. Matt Speer with MNT Bank, I want to thank you for your time and your insight today. Thank you, Tom. And I want to thank people for tuning in and listening. And if you want to learn more about digital forensics, please uh, follow the link and tune in to the webinar presentation that Matt will be doing upcoming uh, very soon. Uh, I want to thank you for listening today. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.